Ramble. Who hasn't introduced in a while? Eugene? Me, Miles. Ned. Yeah, it's, it's Ned. It's you Ned. haven't asked me to introduce it once during <laughs> I'm quarantine. Sorry, Ned. I keep forgetting. I didn't wow. care at first, but then it started to bother me. Okay, I'm sorry. A Ned. little bit by a little bit. <laughs> I forgot. Go. It's been <laughs> six weeks. It's been. You know, you've been building up to this moment for a long time. I want I'm a very really upset. good intro from you, buddy. Yeah. Nice and clean, <laughs> sure. full okay, of energy, all right, let me do get it. the people going. <clears throat> yeah. Welcome to Tripod. What is happening? Good morning. It's another week of the Tripod with your friends, Eugene. Hi. Zach. Hi. Keith. Hi. <laughs> and me, Ned, hi. Everyone's got their sultry voices on this morning, including our producer, Miles. Hi. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Today we're talking about how we're doing in quarantine, special businesses that we might start. And as always, a word from Keith. <laughs> What's the word of the day, Keith? Today's word of the day is plants. People are getting more and more plants nowadays because it's something you can focus your energy into. I have been gardening, it's true. And there's nothing like eating your own uh, garden food and then realizing <laughs> there's a giant slug in your lettuce. Oh. I harvested lettuce and there was a big ass, like a little, I was like, oh, this Ew. is like a chopped piece of mushroom. But then <gasps> I looked closer and it was like a tiny little slug all up on my beautiful little lettuce. <sighs> what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, How do I even get rid of a, well, I, I, well, I put it in the garbage. Then it got in the sink and I was like, oh, this slug's about to go down the drain and then it's going to make little slug babies in my pipe. Ugh. Slugs are definitely... The some of the least like least desirable bugs that actually aren't a threat to us, right? They're just so gross. They're like um, if toothpaste was alive. It, it just <laughs> it, it once you touch it, you're like, oh, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> They're so easy to squash. They Ooh, melt. Would you in like the my salt. slime? Hi guys, they, I left a trail for you. Would you like oh, it sticky oh, and no. it's full Zach of? Zach has turned into a slug. <laughs> how do they get? How do they keep producing slime? Like, what are they making it out of? What, they don't seem like they're eating a ton. You got some nerve from someone who has an endless supply of sweat. <laughs> That's true. But I, I drink, I got two liquids here. Hey. <laughs> but the slugs, they have so much liquid coming out of them. And I rarely see them eating or drinking. It makes me think about spiders. Like, where does the spider get all that ass silk from? That's a great question, Ned. They're just squirting out silk at their butts. Where should does we, it come from? Should we just I make just... this another giant bug fight podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I don't know what episode that was, but people people send me images all the time of like giant bugs fighting and like uh, you know, other countries' television shows. They just send me pictures of giant bugs fighting. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> well, we gotta have them or our, our uh ecosystem will be terribly off balance. Uh, That's true. But, uh, go off, Eugene. Go yeah. off, Eugene. Kill it, bitch. Gee, that slime. Isn't slug slime mucus? Isn't it bodily mucus secretions? Yeah, probably. But where are they getting all the juice, baby? Like, 
But are they? Do we not see them and they just go and they drink half a river and then they just take a voyage? I feel like secretions have to be one of those words that is just like a little gross. Like you know, like one of those words that like I just I don't really like it. Wait, what do you think is the grossest word? Because a lot of people reference the typical ones like moist. But what do you think is actually the grossest word in the English language? I don't know, mate. I I feel like secretion is pretty up there. What about like unctuous? That one's a that one's kind of sexy. That's a little sexy. Good word, unctuous. That's like a sultry intro voice. Yeah, Uh, Um, Zach, give me an unctuous introduction, and we've got our boy Zach here. Unctuous. (laughs) (laughs) I think a word that sounds like what it looks like and feels like is pustule. Oh, that, that one's, one's pretty nasty. Pustule. Can you use it Any in a sentence, please? I accidentally popped my pustule. <laughs> it pussed all over my stool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God that when you pop your pimple, it's not full of poop. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would be disgusting. <laughs> I would hate that. Uh, and we've lost all of our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I am glad that, you know, I mean, the, I feel like coronavirus is basically the bubonic plague of our time. Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. right. But like, at least you don't get big pustules on your body mm-hmm. when That's you true. contract the Rona. That's true. There are some other weird things. I don't there know if it's... There are some uh, other negative benefits <laughs> yeah, some... things that happen. Do you ever think about how lucky we are that the word poop is so fun to say? What a fun it p o o p. It's it's you got the p and the p. It's <laughs> symmetrical. You, it's it's got the oo duty. Similarly, so much mm. fun to say. Imagine if instead of poop, we had to call it pus <laughs> or excrement. Yeah, yeah that's which not is fun. what it is. Mm. That's not fun. No, I no. think it's become fun because it is poop. Um, do, when I was growing up, my parents only wanted to say and only wanted us to say tinkle and potty. And now that was not a very cool way to describe what you needed to do in the bathroom. So once you were like seven, you're like, I don't really want to say tinkle and potty. I want to say pee and poop. And my parents are like, you know, just say tinkle and potty. I'm like, I don't want to say that. It makes me sound dumb like a two year old. I really want to be saying piss and shit, but I will settle for pee and poop if you would give it to me. Me. Ned, Me. what is the word of choice for poop in your home? Ooh. Um, I, you know, so Ariel wants the West to call farts toots, and I've said farts on numerous occasions, and she's like, no, no, we should say toots, and I, I don't know that I've quite gotten the reasoning on that, because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like you, like, I don't, maybe it's like it's a gateway drug, right? Like, toot, he'll, then he'll want to say fart and think it's really, like, right. it's naughty yeah. and saying something naughty word. Whereas if you just start straight with fart, he's going to go straight to like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got shit um, gas, dad. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we say say wee-wee, we say pee-pee, we say poo-poo. Yeah, I'd say poo-poo. I don't know if you guys know this, but when we were uh, potty training Bowie, you need a command for him to go to the bathroom. And it's also really important that what I'm saying is the same as what Maggie's saying. You know, you need consistent teaching. And so she settled on go potty and go poopy. 
and so oh that boy. is every day when i walk wow. my dog i have to say go potty <laughs> and then people walk by me and think that i am uh, a grown man who wants to be a little <laughs> child <laughs> i usually just go take a shit take take a shit now come on no, pesto nice. shit because pesto is very um He's very coy about his poopies, right? He, Emma goes immediately, Kim Bob goes immediately, and then Pesto, he holds it. And I think it's because he knows he gets a longer walk if he holds it. So he'll just hold it Mm. and his little booty hole will will peekaboo and he'll be like, uh, uh, is it going (laughs) to happen? No, I want to go three more blocks, mister. And I'm just standing there going, just take a shit, fucker. And that's when people look at me Whoa. like, oh, he's ba- he's a bad dog owner. But I say it lovingly. I'm like, oh, take a shit, fucker. <laughs> yeah, it's well, sweet. Now I'm back it's, on board. It's sweet. <laughs> well, if you're still here, if you're still here after <laughs> you all this shit. you made it past dog, the bugs and you made yeah. it past this. <laughs> then, then, <laughs> then you're going to love this story about Zach making a tea. <laughs> Zach, you got some fun news recently. You're a tea god, uh, joining the ranks of um, yes. honest tea. I'm a god. And, and Lipton. Yeah, exactly. Funny, I, I say that I'm following in the footsteps of my business icon, Keith Douglas Habersberger. Hello, I do have my own hot sauce. You can get it at keithschickensauce.com. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very exciting. We uh, When you're listening to this, we launched the first episode yesterday. And what's really cool is that we're going to be doing six episodes about every other week charting this in real time which is both incredibly exciting but also wildly fucking stressful <laughs> because i'm trying to shape the episodes in real time as things are progressing so i had filmed kind of the whole arc of episode one and then the drama became clear that i wasn't able to get either the website i wanted or the trademark i wanted and so i had to totally rewrite the video which is stressful enough but then i still need to figure out the reality of the company so in the coming weeks i am filing oh i filed for more trademarks and i cannot share until one is approved <laughs> um i am going to be deciding the flavors that i want and uh the packaging is a big thing i mean flavors we can get out in a, in time for what i want to do but the packaging you know everything's slowed down right now obviously and it's gonna be a lot to figure out so it's very exciting but very stressful my my hope is that i can you know create the blend that i've always been seeking in the world and and share it with with others Mm. so so why tea zach i love tea man first of all i've been up since 6 30 in the morning sampling uh flavors i got sent 50 different types of tea and (laughs) i feel alert right now (laughs) um because apparently your senses are most activated in the morning. Ugh. This is going to be episode two is going to be all about this, so I won't say too much now. But it's like you want to wake alert, wake up before you've had anything else to eat. You're supposed to clear your bladder and like scratch your tongue, and then there's this crazy way that you taste it. It's this whole whole like wine <laughs> tasting on. experience. You gotta stop. We have to stop and talk about your tongue. Yeah, <laughs> you're scraping your. <laughs> what tongue? What do you mean you scratch your tongue? You don't have a tongue scraper. I I do, but. I I don't wake up in the morning, pee, and then walk over and immediately scratch my tongue. I do, but I don't think of it as a solo activity that I ever describe. I guess uh, the way you just I, said I, it. I definitely don't. I've seen them before. I know they have benefits, but I, I do not scrape my tongue 
It makes it like activates my gag reflex. Oh. It feels weird. Uh, no. I don't don't like it. <laughs> if I have stinky breath, uh, then I'm sorry, but We're I don't married. think it I, doesn't matter. I, what I can don't, you do about it? I don't it, baby? have stinky <laughs> breath, so I don't think I need the tongue scrape. Guys, I need to just get up on this high horse right now and tell oh you boy, that getting comes. a tongue scraper will change Wait. your fucking life. You I think like that I your mouth is clean? You try scraping that tongue and see the gook that is caked up on that nasty ass tongue well, of yours. How is it any different than me using my toothbrush to brush my tongue? Because it, you're not getting in there and scraping it with a blade. Well, are you guys <laughs> ever just I, used your top teeth to just scrape your tongue? Yeah. Because I do that. Because it works pretty well. And then it's like, well, that's pretty good. And I just use my teeth and I spit it out. Yeah, it's pretty gross. This is I a just, gross episode. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a thing until uh, until I started dating Maggie. And I'm like, I've been walking around all my life with this nasty ass tongue. Eugene, I feel like you're on the tongue scraping train, right? Yeah, I think I was one of the first people to start using it because main, I was using it like I was using it in high school, like middle school. I don't know how. Oh, I think, yeah. My my pre goop for sure. Yeah, my parents were like super into tongue scraping. So Do you know what they call tongue scrapers? Lee Yang's actually. The Leong scraper. Yum. Leong, Yum. Zach. Yum. Yeah, Leong, get the pronunciation tongue. right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like tongue scrapers. I, I I wonder, I mean, I think flossing's more important, but definitely scraping the tongue is nice if you want to just feel like your breath is is extra fresh after a brush. We're thinking about getting a water flosser over here in the Habersberger household. Yeah, I had one of those and it was fine, but the problem is when you if you really read the back of the instructions on the water pick, it's like use the water pick and also just floss regularly. Here's the thing though. Becky has a permanent retainer. So um. so the only way she can possibly floss uh. that area would be with a water pick. You back on Unless board. you use those just awful like weird things where you have to yeah. thread your floss into oh, your they're mouth. They're so bad. Having a permanent retainer, I'm pretty sure, like, took years off my flossing regimen. Yeah, of course. Like, the it's... amount of times I've either forgotten to floss or not floss because of the permanent retainer, several hundred. What? What is a permanent <laughs> retainer? I honestly It's a don't... piece of metal on the back of your teeth. Like that a bar. stays there forever. It's like brace, interior braces that stay there effectively forever. Yeah, Although if... I recently got mine taken off. It, I, I had... <laughs> It, it broke, uh-huh. and the dentist was like, here's the thing, we could fix it, but it's been 15 years, maybe even like 20 years, what, 12, uh-huh. when I was 12 years old. Probably I get 50 braces? years. No, about 14, 20. 15. Anyways, nearly 20 years, and he's like, it's probably fine. You can just take it off, and we'll give you an Invisalign. And so for the first time, I felt my teeth again. That is a good feeling, those slippery, slimy little teeth. My slippery, slimy little teeth. So Ned, that feeling that you have of discovering your teeth for the first time, you could experience that every single day of what it's like to have a new tongue. Wow. Okay. There should be a there should be a thing that you like plunge your tongue into, and it like <laughs> a washing machine, <laughs> yeah, like a tongue washer, you like just... those little things that uh. Oh, God, <laughs> oh, Keith, God. That was I'm just vulgar. trying to show. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you're probably not watching anymore. Oh God, <laughs> his no! Tongue what? fucking what? his. I'm not fucking. Own finger. Ew. Not fucking. No. Stop it. Stop I'm, it. I'm demonstrating. 
anything. What God. Would like to clean it. If you we'll never win it. a Webby now. <laughs> we are not gonna win a Webby like this if you tongue fuck your own fingers. Maybe I should do it closer to the camera. I want it to be. You have to blur it. this out on YouTube. Webby nominated. No. Webby oh, nominated. Make it better. Stop. Uh, I liked it better when we were talking about pustules. Uh, this is this. So that's that's why I'm making a tea. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Eugene, what do you think about my tongue washer idea? I feel like only recently in culture, straight people have been getting into eating ass. I feel like before it was like, um, <laughs> it felt like, I think it was like always kind of a taboo thing, analingus. And I feel like maybe married couples would secretly do it back in the boomer days. But now it's like, you know, in HBO shows, everyone's like, oh, True. yeah, they're they're eating ass and they're just dating. But, you know, gays have been doing it forever. But I'm just like, oh, I guess now I think there was a switch that happened. And uh, Allison Williams and girls. Yeah, exactly. There was I mean, a switch. And that, that was a big that was an inflection point for sure. Corresponding BuzzFeed articles got written about it. Yeah, I think in the uh, 2010s, people were more um became more open to it. It was interesting. Suddenly everyone was like, yeah, eating ass is great. But before that in the 2000s, no one was talking, no one straight was talking about eating ass. I can I can uh, back up your statement in Animal Crossing. Sometimes the animals ask you like, like, what's your favorite show? What's your favorite food? And I told them my favorite food was eating ass. <laughs> no way. Uh, that's funny. Wow. Then, oh my. Eating ass, eh? And what did they yes. say? What did they respond? Uh, that's... That's rad. Hey, you think you could help me figure out a good recipe for eating ass? <laughs> What's wow. the point of a video game if you can't make adorable oh animals God. say nasty ass shit? I'm back on board. We're winning that Webby. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Will Ferrell's got nothing on the tripod. Wow. What is your favorite recipe for eating <laughs> I mean, I think you should make sure all of your tools are clean. Like right, so you make need to sure wa your wa yeah. wash, wash your, your tongue, your, wash your wash You're, your sal <laughs> wash your salad bowl before you you toss it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I guess you gotta scrape that tongue too. Yeah, <laughs> you know you don't want the tongue germs to get in there, get in the booty. Well, uh, speaking of tongue germs getting in your booty, uh, Zach's got a new tea. Keith's got a hot sauce. Eugene and Ned. How do you want to merchandise? Ned, you're going to make a daddy product? Eugene, you're going to make a naughty product? Well, I saw there was a great comment already that was like, Keith made a hot sauce. Zach making a tea. Ned made a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It, it, I mean, you know, you're Zach, you're like, wow, it's like I, a great way to get through quarantine is to have a full-time job. And I'm like, mm-hmm, 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 yeah, maybe I should make baby products, like a hot sauce for babies. <laughs> <laughs> baby's first hot sauce is actually baby's first hot funny. sauce. It's, yeah, I you know I do try and get Wes to eat spicy things every so often. Mm -hmm. He goes, "No spicy." He says, "No spicy, Dad." Uh, <laughs> this is a, a tangent I did see yesterday. Um, so Becky and I, we we try to live a low waste lifestyle. We try to like use refillable soaps, all that stuff. But we were looking on a low waste site and we saw something that was just appalling and it was reusable toilet paper. Oh. And I, said, uh. I said, no ma'am. I said, when so, she was, I was like, no, I don't want that. But so, it's, it, you, it's like 
clingy material that you can use and then you put it in a bag and then you wash it and then you wow. put it back on a roll so that you look like a normal person. No, she wanted to buy that, didn't she? She was like she was like this close to buying that. No, she wasn't going to buy it at all. She was just like, I can't believe this exists. <laughs> so Maggie and I have been talking about this because uh, we have the, the company, their paper towels, and it's really we cool. Have it's, it's okay. You have the same thing. So it's, yeah. they're these colorful. It clings, and you just have these little uh, fabrics that go around your paper towel thing. But then you throw them in the wash and you wash them. But the idea of doing that to your butt, also, none, they're not black they're like white and different colored i think they're all white right it's like toilet i paper. saw some that were like bright red and i'm like this is crazy and a lot of them are white and i'm like why you could never reuse that and you Gosh. could never ask anyone in your home just to get use a bidet my problem with the bidet was ultimately that i felt like i couldn't one-stop shop same same deal with the water pick i couldn't just <laughs> sparkle my anus with the water i needed to also double tap it with the paper. I don't disagree, but you're using a lot less paper and you're getting a lot cleaner of a finish. Yeah. I've just been using a super soaker that I still have <laughs> and I just crank that pressure up and then blast it and there's nothing left. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Eugene, maybe you could do a Eugene line of bidets. No, that's gross. <laughs> no, that's gross. I don't want that. <laughs> Lean or wee wee. I want to do a line of sex toys. Oh. Mm. But I want them. This is my brand pitch, okay? <laughs> I was on a uh, house party call with the Habersburgers. I was hanging out with Becky, who in a video of ours called uh, Try Guys Recreate Their Wives Makeup Routines, was like, what's a butt plug to Keith? And Keith said, you don't know what a butt plug looks like? And she goes, let me call Eugene. And Keith was like, no, 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 don't do that right now. Well, we, we contacted each other later and I showed her all the butt plugs in this house. And then I realized, oh my God, all of the sex toys I have are in this like hidden little drawer cubby thing that's like shoved away in the back of the closet. Why they gotta hide? So my brand pitch is sex toys that can hide in plain sight. So they're oh, just so it's it's decorative. Yeah. Yeah, they're disguised as like a cactus ceramic or a bookend or a paper <laughs> towel dispenser, you know? Like things that you'd be oh, like, well. <laughs> "Oh, they can function two ways, but I can also maybe stick them in one of my holes." All right. So you're done with the paper towels and you're like, "You know what? I'm going to stick this in my ass." Exactly. Formers. <laughs> Sex toys in disguise. Can you call? Can you call the company Crate and Barrel and Fucking? <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Eugene. You know, it makes me think of like the in the airports. You can buy those personal massagers where they like market them as like, well, this is for I don't know your back. But then you look at it and you're like, you're clearly selling a vibrator here in Concourse C. <laughs> I, well, mean, I mean, <laughs> when people are traveling, they need they need some relief. But <laughs> that's like that's like everyone's first vibrator, right? I don't want to speak for all women, but I know uh, shower heads are very popular choices when you're discovering yourself. I imagine, I have yeah, that. yeah. You know, when you can like of all take the shower head said. off, and you can uh -huh. it has like a 
<laughs> like a, uh, 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 yeah. what's it called? I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, put yeah. a disclaimer on this uh, episode. Yeah. This episode uh, yeah. is so naughty. Do you think a bunch of dudes talking about women <laughs> discovering their sexuality is <laughs> not okay for the airwaves? The Webbies are never so Webby nominated uh, podcast. <laughs> do you think that people talking about slugs and Puss. <laughs> oh God! We're just trying to cover every a little bit of everything in this yeah. episode. Eugene, Eugene, I do love that though. I think that people are uh, they feel some shame about their sex toys, but they should be on display. Yeah, and people can be yeah. like, "Oh wow, that's a really um, interesting salt and pepper shaker." And you'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> "And like it'll free up drawer space, you know." How many times you've been like, "Well, I want to put my sweaters here, but I can't." Because of all the sex toys. Eugene, I um, this candle smells, I can't quite put my finger on it. It's familiar, but a little uh, funky. Uh, oh, that's that's my ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, that's gonna be your, well. Date, your tea name, Zach. Oh, that's my ass. Eating ass tea. That, um, the, the scent of the candle is, oh, that's my ass. <laughs> Yankee Candle. Well, speaking of uh, giving someone a candle. Uh, Yankee Candle. Uh, yeah, Yankee oh, Candle. Wow, that's good. Let's see if Miles can clean this podcast up. Go ahead, give it a try, yeah. Miles. Speaking <laughs> of giving someone a candle, every once in a while, people email us in and we give them a little bit of advice to their conundrums. And so somebody emailed us in at advice that will go for miles at gmail.com and they need a little bit of advice uh, for them. About eating ass? About eating ass, and no, no for them and their uh, their loved one. Can I get a fake name? Ned Boyle Heights. Boyle Heights. <clears throat> Boyle Heights writes. Hey Miles, my boyfriend and I were planning on moving in together, and it happened a lot sooner than we thought. It would because of quarantine. I pronounced that weird. I was given three days notice to move out of my campus housing and had nowhere else to go. Anyway, we've both been trying to finish the semester, and so keeping the apartment clean has gone by the wayside. I have not been nearly as helpful as I should be because I shut down when stressed. I want to do something nice for him. I'm already planning on cleaning the whole apartment and not letting him help, but I'm not sure what to do. Any suggestions? Boil heights. <laughs> Eugene, what's your digestion? No, I don't, I don't have one. I'm not bringing <laughs> no, it back. I'm not Eugene, bringing it back to where it was. From whence it came, I cast it into the darkness, the dark recesses of dirty podcasting. We're Webby nominated. Someone else answer this. I think you should. So she, she wants make, to do something nice for him that's not cleaning the house. Order him yeah. a nice meal from his favorite restaurant. This way... You get to eat and you don't have to do dishes because I was going to suggest make him a meal, but you just said you don't clean. So I can't I can't put that on you. So you need right. to order him a meal from another place and then immediately you're going to take the garbage out. And that's one little simple, easy cleaning thing and it'll bring him joy and delight. Get him a, get him a steak from Chili's. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they got steaks. They're not terrible. They're... <laughs> Probably good enough. But you know what? I'm wondering. I'm sure you guys have experienced this too. Like every meal, I'm either cooking or I'm going out and getting. Like no meals feel special anymore. 
and I think I've had to go mm-hmm. out of my way to make it special. So if if uh, uh, what is this the name we've given to this person? Boyle, Boyle Heights. Heights. Boyle if, pustules. <laughs> and it's a female. If, uh, if yes. Boyle Heights uh, lives in a you know like a one bedroom apartment where the she can put her boyfriend in another room. I would say like make some ambiance. Be like, hey, go get changed. I'm gonna pick you up at eight. Like create a narrative and do mm. a little. I not so far as role playing, but. Get dressed up. He gets dressed up. Maybe light some candles. Getting dangerously close to Eugene. Hey, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Set the table and then like knock on the door and be like, hey, I'm here to pick you up. And then just I think going through that is and really And then pretend fun. that he's his dad and ask him yeah. if he's home. <laughs> and then say, well, he's not home. What are you doing tonight, daddy? And then <laughs> and then he'll be like, my, my dishwasher's broken. Can you come fix it? <laughs> I just made a salad, but I haven't put dressing on it yet. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, uh, boy. Um, well, Boyle Heights, I hope that helps you out. <laughs> no, I think that, I mean, like, if if they were using coronavirus as an excuse of like, oh, I mean, like, you know, people are like, oh, I, I don't have time to clean. But now they have a lot of time to clean and really just been outed as someone that doesn't like cleaning. So I would use it as an opportunity. You know, to to like uh to to learn some new life skills of like clearly clean. not liking cleaning is kind of like uh, secretly a little upsetting to them. It says that they uh the the keeping the apartment clean has gone by the wayside because they're both busy. But I would imagine that like that is a very nice thing to do is to clean up the whole apartment and then maybe give a little goodie bag with a steak from Chili's. You got to do it together. It's so much yeah. more. You, you get it done faster, and then no one resents the other person. You just got to be like, yeah. Yo, do you want to clean? And then the person's like. Fuck yeah! And you carve out your time. You put on some loud ass music, and you're just like, mm-hmm. "Look at us go!" You put five minutes on the timer. Timer. You blast Danza Kudura <laughs> at full volume, and you just you just fucking go for it. I on mean, it. they're saying that they shut down when they get stressed, and we've all been there. But I guarantee you, Danza Kudura like getting a nice baseline of clean will make you automatically feel better. And it seriously takes like five ten minutes. In in college, we used to <laughs> mm-hmm. at the end of the night when we were drunk, uh, and you'd like the party was like you know it was a mess. Instead of waiting to clean it till morning, we would put on Benny Hill, and we would all run around and clean the everything <laughs> as wacky as we could. So you would like grab a cup and then you like throw it into the garbage can, and you would like <laughs> run into a room just to run out of it for no reason and this just is make at a like whole three a.m. This was at 3 a.m., a bunch of drunk uh, boys at Illinois State University blast Benny Hill and just run around goofy and clean up, and it was super fun. For me, it's like putting away laundry. That stuff, oh, it sits out forever, and I just don't do it, and it's all clean. I'm just like, what if I just just pull, what if I just only wear things from my clean laundry pile, and then in a week or two, uh, I won't have a laundry pile, and I'll just do laundry again, but... It takes like two minutes and it makes me feel so much better. I have some uh, very non-sexual practical advice, <gasps> which Love is, it. I know, shocker, is I think if you're entering a relationship, it sounds like you're living for, for the first time together, there's an inevitable that one person will always be more of something in a in a roommate situation, right? So clearly you're, the boyfriend is the inherently cleaner person. That doesn't change. It won't change if you're 20 years together. There's always going to be someone who's just more clean or likes to cook Higher standards. Yeah. Mm. Or yeah, whatever that means. But I think that regardless, uh, what I found very effective as the person who, like Boyle Heights, 
has learned that they are naturally more messy is um, claim small things that start to grow into responsibilities. So for me, I always do the dishes and I always take out the trash. So it's like, those are things that I offer because I know I'm just not going to look at the floor and say, I'm going to Swiffer that I'm not going to, I just don't look at stuff and say, Oh, dusting. But I go, Oh, I know after I eat, I can do all the dishes. Oh, I know I can take out the trash. So start offering like that responsibility for one thing. And then it'll go a long way. He's going to appreciate like, Oh wow. She's like really like picking up after this thing. And because he naturally, if he naturally wants to kind of clean, then it doesn't bother him as much. It'll just build resentment though. If you do nothing. So I think that in the end, Unless you're both very dirty people, which then it's very hard to figure it out. Uh, it's just the small gestures, I think, that mean a lot. And then some sex stuff, too. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, oh, man, I forgot to take out the trash. So sex stuff. <laughs> well, maybe you're the person who goes to the grocery store. Or maybe you're mm-hmm. the person who gets the oil changed in the car. There's lots of life responsibilities that suck. And I I do a lot of those ones. I, I do the, oh, we have to go get the emissions test on the car. Well, Becky's not going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to fill up the cars with gasoline. I'm going to do mm. the the stinky jobs that you have to go hang out with a stranger for 15 minutes job. I get the oil changed. He says, I think you need a new filter. And I'm like, okay, I guess you're showing it to me. I don't know. I don't know what a good filter looks like. If you say I need a new one, you got it, bro. I love you, Valvoline. I have read that uh, regardless of income disparity, couples that have a more equitable distribution of household chores are more happy and stay together for longer uh, because there's, there's an inevitable like one person might make more money or less or right. be like more busy or less but that kind of like you know having the person that's making less money doing all of the like non non labor labor is just builds resentment over time so it seems like we're going to be in quarantine a lot longer i don't know if you guys saw the thing that came out in oh, the really? times yeah, yeah girl I no i didn't didn't see it go, no, I didn't see go it. off didn't see it at all didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, through July. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. Now, here's the worst thing is that yesterday I looked at the person who alerted us. I think it was Nick from our team and said, hey, if you didn't see, it's going to be to July. That's how I read it. And then I reread it and it said through July. Mm, and I'm like, difference. Mm, that's yeah. tough. And then last night they said through August. And I was like, how did they add another month in 12 hours? How did they <laughs> add did a whole nother that. month? And, I, and I, I'm going to say that I... I think it's the right decision. If they think we need to stay locked down for people's safety, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm not here complaining and thinking it's wrong. I am just commiserating on <laughs> yeah. the situation. Yeah, right. yeah, you can still complain and think it's right. Yeah, <laughs> Don't hate, commiserate. Uh, but it is nice that they are um, allowing some, at least here in Los Angeles where we reside, they are allowing uh, store curbside delivery for some retail stores, mm-hmm. you know? I know a lot of the retail places, especially small businesses, are some of the ones most hurting. So I thought that was nice. But, I just imagined uh, yeah, if you wanted to go... It. If you wanted to go buy pants, if they would bring you pants to the car and you would try them on, like, oh, I, I don't like <laughs> these pants. And then you're like, okay, take the pants back. And then they'll put them in a bag that's filled with alcohol and hang the pants back up. 
Because some of those doors, like, they won't work. Uh, my business can be Ned's Pants. Ooh. Get you some mail-order pants. And Don't like, like it? You can send them back free. And they're for people who have a really nice dunk. Yeah, they'll yeah. make your butt look good. Ass yeah, pants. that's actually that's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, you have pants that catchphrase. that make my butt look good. Part of the reason I'm making the series the way I am is, is to show people what it takes to start a business, and specifically an e-commerce business right now, because I think what is going to happen and emerge from this time, we need innovation. I, like for better or for worse, things are changing in the world around us. And so if you are a young person with a passion and can figure out a new way to present the, the comforts that we've had and have gotten accustomed to, there's a real opportunity there and a need. I, I think we're all craving a return to a sense of normalcy. And it, it's not going to be just going back to retail as we know it to shopping as we know it mm -hmm. so um i'm hopeful that minute. our our followers and fans are the people that can you know change the world and have these really fresh innovative ideas that make life better and easier for all of us t it's been around for millennia ripe for disruption <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe mine's not quite as innovative as the ideas that i hope that come <laughs> are inspired by this the, the seeing me go through the process well i think the idea of, of tea as not just a drink but as something that can be a, a mental you know kind of sharpen your mental focus i think that's very innovative because people uh, may not be thinking of tea in that way and there's so many like monster energy red bull that it's like oh you get your get you hyped up get you focused get you smarter and then you're just uh, you're you're you turn into a little blob in two hours because you're crashed hard. Mm -hmm. um, but it, yeah, it is it is funny that uh, why don't okay we have drive-in movie theaters. Why don't we have drive-in concerts? That's a good point. Oh yeah, I've seen that happening um, for people. It. I I'm conflicted about it because yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go see a cool band from my car. I want part for me. And this misses me. I I love going to a concert because I love being able to sort of bump into a stranger and we both have the same feeling at the same time. And I don't know you, and yet here we are. We're both singing the lyrics to each other and we're we're smiling. Have we been friends forever? <laughs> ah, and now we're all and then uh hold my spy is like, you got it, bro. And then you're coming back and he's like, over here, like, oh, Yes, and then you learn his name, and then you leave, and you never see him again. But you had that festival friend, and you kept seeing him all over the festival. For yeah. me, that's like part of it. It's about all these people come together for music. And if I'm in my car, I'm in my car. I'm just sitting down. I might as well be watching it on TV. And everyone's singing at the same at the same time. Do do do. Do, 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 do. <laughs> at the at the drive-in movie theater you're able to get out of your car but you kind of just all have like a 10-foot radius so what if yeah. each person just had a plot and there was a huge fucking you know beyonce size screen where you could see the band even though you're far away because i just love the the sound and the vibration all right ned's ned had something to say but his mic died so bye ned well, what are you i'm thinking? gonna i'm gonna pick it up where he left off yes i do actually i went to the drive-in theater this last weekend and it was great it was very cool it kind of felt like a little bit of a normal experience and yes when you go to drive-in you get a 10 by 10 spot to put your car so you could put out camper chairs we did order some camper chairs we're planning on doing some more drive-ins this summer because it is Becky loves going to the movies, and this is now going to be our replacement, which will be great. But I, you know, I, I just love 
I, I feel very sad about music festivals and concerts and movie theaters because there is something about like going and intermingling with a lot of other people and having a shared experience. And I, I myself, like, uh, I, I do concerts with Lou Berger and we're not going to be able to do that. And because uh, I was reading too, I was reading all about how the germs spread and number one bad thing you can do, sneeze. Number one, to get, that puts so many particles in the air for so far. Number two, cough. Uh, that puts so many particles in the air. Number, Number three. three, singing. No uh, way. Singing requires you to sing using all of your lungs. And if you've ever watched a Broadway performer, they're spraying mucus like crazy because they're performing. Uh. And so singing, and one of the reasons that churches really shouldn't um, open is that everyone stands in a room with no air circulation and they sing. Uh, and that is like going that spreads germs at such a higher rate than talking. When you talk, your germs go like this far and then they fall to the ground. When you sing, you're right. spraying as if you're coughing almost. And it's so that's a really sad thing for me to realize because I love singing. <laughs> I love singing with groups of people. Okay, I love though your your very specific sense memory of going to concerts and it's like i've said that i miss concerts but you dove in very specific of like you dove in very specific i don't just miss concerts i miss that moment of bumping into a stranger and becoming friends i'm curious like going to a bar i know that you miss but what about like what is this very specific moment about going out to bars that you miss i think being next to strangers is kind of <clears throat> the thing that we took for granted right it's this idea that you are Passing through a same space once, but never to see each other again is quite nice, as opposed to the daily drudgery of seeing the same person or being by yourself over and over in one spot. I think that, yeah, I mean, I, I would kill to like just stand on a subway for an entire day and just watch people go by. But oh, I think you that really, you really thrive with strangers. You like going out. To I love strangers and then leaving us and befriending <laughs> someone whose number you get and then delete. <laughs> Yeah, I just think uh, I just think that it it's more it's interesting because I find I don't know I find I find life can be so much more fulfilling if you open it up to happenstance, right? So the best place to do it is a place at a bar, right, or like a concert because that's where people mm -hmm. are relaxed and everyone's like ready to be social. So it's much harder to do that, say, at like a bus stop. You can't really just be like, "Hey, lady, uh, how you feeling today? Cool. Uh, can I buy you a bus ticket?" Um, but yeah, I miss that. I miss that randomness at bars. There's a randomness, I think, at places like bars and clubs and and concerts that you can't really have when you're when you're stuck inside. I miss the randomness. Maybe I'll just like go outside and just like I don't know, pretend like I'm at a bar as people pass by in their masks. <laughs> hey, what's up? How you doing? Cool, cool, great, 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 fun. Can I get you something? All right, cool. All right, six feet. Cool. Yeah, I I love strangers. I love uh, small talk with people I don't know. You know, I, I I love all those things. I just like connecting with people. Yeah, a little different for me, gang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't say that I uh, really like small talk. Can't say that most of my interactions with strangers at bars are they're fine, they're tolerable. But I would like to get back <laughs> to my my group of close friends. I more miss the the uh, experience of of doing the actual thing itself. It's uh, the, the, the bumping into people is uh, I've had those fun experiences too, Keith. And sometimes it's fun, but uh, yeah. I've also had the negative experiences where like somebody spills a drink on you or somebody uh, yeah. is like pushing you in a crowd. And, you know, I, I like just 
like concerts I like going to see the band perform live and uh, yeah. or like bars I like going with like a close group of friends and just hanging out or playing board games and I know that's a little different from the way that other people like those activities and like a restaurant I like I like being the fact that we're they're all eating around other people but- communal meals now those communal meals oh. are going to be the biggest heartbreak for me because I just yeah. love we all we all split four things on the table. Oh, Korean the barbecue. Oh. It's big, just big group of people. Can you imagine what? us going to hot pot together, all dipping in the same <laughs> same sauce? <laughs> Can't be dipping your toes in the same jacuzzi. Damn One right. thing I saw. So I love football games. I love the NFL. I love going to live football games because I like the uh, you know I like everyone like cheering together and I like uh, watching the sport live. Like you're there when it happens. And mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins just released a plan of how they were going to do a socially distanced football game. Oh, how? This. What? So what? Can you believe? I couldn't. The, the stadium <laughs> seats like 70,000 people. They'll only let in 15,000. So already it's like a fifth of the capacity for even going to the game. Which and that once, actually attendance would be up from the Dolphins last season. So that's hey, hey! Nice burn. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> <laughs> Tank for Tua. Um, it is <laughs> when you would enter with a set like entry time and you would have to make your entry time or else you would like, I don't know, need to wait in some uh, wait in some Ooh. long line. But all the lines, which normally at football games is like a crowded mass of people 30 minutes before the game starts, it would just be six feet apart. They would have like line stations. And then you were talking about innovation, Zach, to get concessions Normally, you have to wait in a long line for concessions, and it sucks because you miss the game. They innovated where you order on an app, and then it tells you the specific five-minute window to come pick it up. You don't wait in line at all. You just go. It's there. You get it. Why haven't we been doing that all this time? Because you can't do that with 70,000 people. (laughs) Yeah, harder. You can only do that with 15,000 people, I would imagine. Even just like, also, you get so drunk at a football game, you're going to miss that five-minute window. (laughs) When you bring up football games, it makes me realize what I truly miss about bars and games and concerts, which is the ability to watch people be awful in public. Because I think that like everyone is now directing their awfulness online through social media. It's like it was already a pretty volatile place, but now no one has any outlet to be more awful unless you're like out protesting. But I think that if you're putting all that energy, like people are getting extremely like really at each other's throats in social media these days. And I just really want to see someone just like there was a clip going viral of two guys fighting on the street recently on Twitter. And I found it so charming. I was just like, oh, my God, I wish I could get in a fist fight on the street. Uh, I was just like, I miss that. I miss seeing strangers that was an like fight. Yeah, and only a million people watched our boxing video. Yeah. <laughs> well, these guys were like on the street, and I think that's maybe why why trash reality TV is like even more entertaining because you're watching like Vanderpump Rules or The Circle or whatever people just being shitty to each other. Or not The Circle, but too hot to handle. That's Zach's the show, right? The saddest is like if you accidentally get too drunk in quarantine right and you wake up and you're like wow i got really drunk but there's no exciting memory you know there's no like (laughs) oh i did something stupid oh wait whose number is this oh my god who is this person that i woke up next to like there's no fun fun like life story it's just oh i just like drank three bottles of wine (laughs) while watching uh dead to me on netflix which is fantastic but i was 
I, I just, I miss the awfulness that can happen naturally, you know, being able to walk around in public. <laughs> or, or the weird Uber drivers. Or the, <laughs> all the all the fun. We're like, last night I was in a car and this guy wouldn't stop talking to me about bridges. <laughs> like, ah, I love it. Well, if you like bridges, um, Miles loves a good bridge to his section. And we're yeah. about to drive across the Miles Nation uh, gate into the <laughs> land of Bonsignore, which is advice... That'll go for miles with Miles. Bonsignore. Bonsignore. Ben Folds It's version. advice that'll go for miles. Turn into your radio station. It's advice that'll go for miles. Everyone get ready, Miles Nation. Talented My fans name out there. is Taylor Ray Fox, and this is advice that'll go for Miles. Thank you, Taylor Yay. Ray Fox, for that. What the fuck's up, Miles Nation? <laughs> I hope you guys are having a happy quarantine. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to get covered in oil? Have, yes, you, yeah. have you ever wanted to burn your dangle? <laughs> oh, boy. No. No. Stick your dick. <laughs> Take your dick. Give me a rice. 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 <laughs> give, me, give, give me a peas. Peas. Give me a carrot. Carrot. Are you making G fried rice? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Give me a sesame oil. Sesame, sesame oil. oil. Make fried rice, you dumb bitch. Oh, I don't. Why, like why are you going to burn your dingle? <laughs> well, sometimes your dingle gets caught in the pan. No, it doesn't. <laughs> really, it doesn't. Unless you're frying naked. Sometimes you're cooking. Sometimes you can't handle the heat. Put some it, pants on. Sometimes you're cooking in your undies and your dingle gets a little oil on it. Uh, uh, that never happened. I, that can happen. I was typically. <laughs> I was, <laughs> go ahead. I was making fried rice the other day and Did I couldn't. Dick out? I was my dick fully out. I couldn't even believe <laughs> the smells and the sounds that were coming out of me and my kitchen. I couldn't believe how delicious it was with so little effort. And I have found that it's good. I didn't use soy sauce. I used amino, which I have heard is a good alternative to soy sauce. But it's what we had in my kitchen, and that's why I used it. But here's the deal. You can make a shit ton of fried rice and put it in little containers and eat it for months for all I give a shit. Um, but, uh, it's good and it's tasty and it's salty and it's fresh. And if you want to put chicken in it, I can go for it, dog. Um, but, uh, yeah, make fried rice. It's easier than you think. And it's better than takeout because it's yours. Yeah. It's, it, I do love, um, fried rice. You get, you can put bacon in it. You can put eggs in it. Hell yeah. You can really do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And, and typically and we normally will make some kind of rice with something and have it left over and we'll just make fried rice for breakfast and it's just great. I, I will say I do love that as soon as I started giving the advice, I could hear Ned furiously typing an email. <laughs> what? 
What a, I mean, you make fried rice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah but it's, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on to the next thing I gotta do. <laughs> hey, hey, wait. Can I piggyback on your advice? Piggy! Piggy, piggy I'm gonna be Miles' dirty little piggy. Oh. Uh, oink, oink. oink. Uh, use over-day-old rice. Yes. And you want it yeah. to be really dry. It's the mm -hmm. only time you want your rice to be not fresh out of the rice maker, not a delicious, sticky, like Korean or Southeast Asian rice. You want dry-ass, mm. day-old, short-grain rice that's been in the fridge for like two days. Makes the best mm -hmm. fried rice. Listen to the man preach, sister. I will say that's correct, but if you want to make fried rice a la carte, Instacart, immediately... Here's what you're gonna want to do. When it pops out of that rice cooker, cooker, <laughs> <laughs> pops out of the, on, when it pops out of the rice cooker, you're gonna want to put it on a pan and put it in the freezer. And then after like 10, 15 minnows, it's gonna be dry and it's gonna be cold. And you're gonna be able to use it as if it were day-old rice, but obviously you want day-old rice. That's the prerogative. That's the narrative. But if you don't have it, you can do that. Hmm. Also, f hit me up on Cameo. Uh, yeah, no. you're $7. No, no. <laughs> no, you did not. Miles, you're on Cameo? Yes, bitch. Yeah, for, for nothing. For, I know. <laughs> I undersold it, but then I got too many requests, and so I brought it up a little. Miles, I, I can I, uh, request a Cameo from you? <laughs> yeah, Eugene. Yeah, you can Eugene. say whatever you can say whatever you want. Anyway, oh. eat fried rice, and uh, also my pool's still going great. Is a big update. Mm, I, that's I good. have a very exciting cameo story that you'll love. And <gasps> um, so one of the cast members of Netflix is too hot to handle. <laughs> used to date my best friend's girlfriend, my, <laughs> my like childhood best friend. In college, on and off, hooked up with one of the cast members. I don't want to out who it is, but it's <laughs> one, of the, one of the goofier guys. And so, ah, fuck it, I'll say it. It's Bryce from Too Hot to Handle. Who is Shout the, the, out! Comes in the middle of the show. And so for his birthday, I bought a cameo from him saying, like, Bryce was like, hey, man, I heard that I'm your inspiration. You're thinking of buying a boat just like me. That's <laughs> awesome. Anyway, I heard your favorite song is Titanium by David Guetta, so here you go. And he sang him, he serenaded him for for $35, the greatest birthday gift that I've ever gotten somebody. <laughs> it was just a long, minute-long troll of his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> That's singing so a song good. to him. Uh, I was very That's against funny. Cameo, but now I'm full on board. So I'm I gonna... never thought about using Cameo for evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, good stuff. Jesus I have a friend that uh, got, a, <laughs> for her birthday, her friends got her a Cameo from Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> oh, no. God. No. Oh, no. Yeah. That's too much. It's too much. It was, it, was wow. haunt, it was haunting. It was upsetting. Who the... Who the fuck is on Cameo? These are some like very <laughs> yeah. like, Z-list level people. I know, yeah. me. Hey, yeah. Don't talk about Miles like that, Eugene. <laughs> oh, not you, Miles. Except no, for you. No, I'll take it. I'll freaking I'm take buying it. one from you, Miles. <laughs> I, may, I may still make this video. This is a tripod exclusive. I was going to do uh, a candid competition where I see who can <laughs> send me the best custom birthday message. But I also at one point was going to do a video where I only communicate using cameos for a day. So the tri so the guys are like, hey, Zach, we're going to podcast at, at 10 o'clock. And then and then at like 9.59, it's like, hey, guys, it's Lance Bass. Just want to let you know, 
Zach's running 15 minutes late. He <laughs> says, I'm so sorry, but uh, he'll be right there. <laughs> and so that's, that's so a video good. I still want to make. We determined it was going to be too much free advertising for them, which this podcast segment may already <laughs> have been. Also, though, that video Just, would be a fortune. You said Rachel Dolezal was on it, so I don't think that's good advertising. No, it's <laughs> yeah, not. That's, that's like well, anti-advertising. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and rate us five stars. It helps other people discover the show and check out some of our merch on tryguys.com. It helps the support, support the show and our staff, all of which whom are Busy working during quarantine. How's it going there, Miles? Like Miles. Like Busy Miles. as a beaver. Busy <laughs> as a beaver. All right. And what else? Be The Webby voting has been finished, but thank you to everyone that voted. But we are going to be having our fingers crossed for the announcement very, very soon. And if you want to get extra bonus episodes and bonus content, you want to get even more into the community become a triceratops at patreon.com slash try guys until next time keith hit us with the official tripod theme song do you have a dirty time <laughs> yes you do yes you do would you like to clean it up yes you do yes you do find yourself a little slug what you say what you do Put that slug inside your mouth. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's the tripod. <laughs> Until next time, stay beautiful. Buy my line of sex toys in plain sight. <laughs> <laughs>